lesson this morning is timing is everything. Amen. Timing is everything. So we have to learn how to make good use of the time that we have. Because there are going to come a time that we won't have this time available to us. Amen. Time is defined as continual progress or existence and events in the past, in the present, and in the future, regard future regarded as whole. It has to do with plan. It has to do with schedule. It has to do with arranging when something should happen to be done. Time is defined as a duration in which all things happen or a precise instant that something happened. There is saying, there is a saying that time waits on no one. Amen. And you can typify that where God waits on nobody. God continue to move. You fall behind, then guess what? It is your duty to try to catch up with God because he ain't coming back to catch up with you. Time waits on no one means whatever you're going to do, it's time to get it done. It's time to get busy. Jesus stated, I must be about my father's business. He had no time to waste. He had no time to set things aside. And, it, and, it, and it's almost that. How much time have you wasted during the duration of your saved life? Because before our saved life, we wasted all our time. Amen. But now you got to examine yourself and ask yourself, how much time am I wasting on this side of salvation? Amen. But know that we come to the conclusion that uh, how much time have we procrastinated about the things you have scheduled to do? You know, we always put off something. Uh, I got intentions on doing it today, Marjorie, but I think I'll wait till tomorrow. I got intentions on doing it to, uh, 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 next week, but uh, I'm going to see can I get my schedule changed. Amen. So, but wait until the, we wait until the last minute. Sometimes you wait until your bills were past due and had to pay in a, per, a percentage of late charge. Time don't stop. It keep on moving with or without you. It continues to move. So let's examine man's time. During the course of our life, we make plans for everything under the sun. We make plans for seasons, places, and things because man tried to live a planned out life. You know, we used to call ourselves making plans getting us a, 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 a plan book and we 
plan out events and we put time to it, we put dates to it. Some of them we keep and some of them we don't keep. Amen. But we made plans. Some things don't go as planned. And we have to do what? Regroup. Think things over before you make plans. We have to think things over and come up with an alternate plan. If things don't go based on what we had already put in place. So, what we do? We plan our plans on paper. We put them on maps. We put them on computers. Come on now. We got note tabs. We put our plans on everything to make give us a reminder that we got something to do. Amen. What we need to do is put a reminder in our Holy Ghost spirit that we got something to do in the kingdom of God because our destination and plan is to be saved. If you're not thinking on those terms, guess what? You are wasting a whole lot of valuable time. Amen. So, let's run over to Ecclesiastic chapter 3 right quick. We'll talk a little bit more. Ecclesiastic chapter 3. And the book says, to everything there is a season huh? and a time to every purpose under the heavens. A time to be born, time to die, time to plant, and a time to pluck up that which was planted. A time to kill and a time to heal. A time to break down and a time to build up. So it's evidence that we don't have no time to waste. All of our time should be predicated now on trying to make it to glory. There's a season, mean there is an appointed time. For everything. You and I got an appointed time. God gave us an appointed time when he called us to salvation. If we hadn't responded to God's call, guess what? We'd have wasted some valuable time. And we might not have been on the list of salvation. You do know you got to be on the list of salvation. Come on, somebody. Because guess what? You got to be on the list because the scripture tells us he that endures to the end, the same shall be saved. So you got to be on the list of salvation. There is a time for every event and every activity under the, under the heavens. We don't understand that there are events and activities going on now. We don't understand the things that is happening in the world. God has already pre-appointed everything that's going down. Even the viruses. Come on, somebody. Because if you look at this thing, and, 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 and I have nothing to bag it up about God 
controls everything. This thing is worldwide, not country, not the United States, but it's worldwide. And the ones that don't understand it better take heed to it that this thing that's going on in the world is worldwide and it can affect any and everybody. Come on, somebody. Better use some Holy Ghost sense. I don't know about you, but I'm going to help God keep me here. Huh? Come on now. I'm going to help him keep. Whatever I got to do, I'm going to do it by faith. When it comes <laughs> come down time for the booster, I'm going to break line. Lord, I'm in the break line. I hope don't nobody hit me behind the head. Well, I'm going to get my booster shot, and I'm going to say, thank you, Jesus. Y'all better stop being dumb. Don't y'all not understand that folks are dying? They're dying by record-breaking numbers? Come on now. Take your stupid hat off and put on your Holy Ghost hat. Stop thinking that you're going to leave everything in God's hand. There's a lot of saints that die because they call themselves leaving it all in God's hand. You better wake up. Amen. We have an appointed time to do or not to do the will of God. There are world events and people activities that are going to happen in this life we live. It's going to happen. Come on now. Plagues has a designated time and place in history to bring the world to a close. There a world evil is happening right today that would have an impact on how the world functions. You ought to be able to see that now. Look at Afghanistan. You, you woke up one morning, you weren't expecting that. But it happened. Come on, somebody. Amen. Just all chaos broke out. Folks were, folks were trying to get out so bad, they were falling to their death trying to hang on to the plane. Amen. One got caught in the in, in, in the wheels that, 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 that retracts up into the plane once it take off. Trying to get out of Afghanistan. There are some folks over there that's afraid that they're going to be beheaded once they find out that they helped the United States. World events are happening, people. Bringing us closer to the end. Amen. So whatever you're going to do for God, you better do it now. Huh? Come on now. Don't wait till you get blind, crippled, and crazy and then talk about I'm going to work for the Lord. You better work now. Why are you able? Come on, somebody. So we're living in a set time for things to happen. We are not move. We are not moving as close to God as we should. Jane, we ought to be clinging so close to God now. Cause guess what? If, if, if you typify something, like for instance, 
if you typify this here as being the presence of God, this cup, everything that's in the presence of God, guess what? The world can't touch it. Evil can't touch it. If it's in the presence of God, guess what? It's under God's protection. But those that are staying far off from God, you're in a danger zone. You're in a war zone. Anything can go down. Anything can happen to you. It's because of the mercies of God that you have not been consumed. So stop taking things for granted, people. Amen. There is a passage of scripture that says, a time to be born and a time to die. Huh? We didn't come here to stay. Come on now. There's a time for every man to return back to the dust that he came from. That is an appointment you will keep. You cannot bypass that appointment. Come on, somebody. So what are you saying? That it was a time to be born and a time to die. So therefore, you must do something with your time in between. What are you doing with it? Is, it, 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 is your time marching you closer to God? Or are you at a standstill? Or is you bagging up? See, some folks don't stand still. They even start bagging up. Come on now. The enemy, the enemy is slick. He got all kind of ways to attack us. Now guess what he's doing to the church? He's sending out a lazy spirit. Folks don't hardly want to come to church. Come on now. And you have to say, man, because sometimes you get up and you don't want to come. You have to push yourself to get here. I have to push myself, and you have to push yourself too. Come on now. Because of what? It's something in the atmosphere that's fighting against your flesh to cause you not to want to get as close to God as you should. And guess what? That's why you have to fight. Because the scripture tells you, you wrestle not with flesh and blood, but in, with spirits in high places. It's in the atmosphere. And it is designed to attack you so that guess what? That you don't get as close to God as you should. Amen. So we didn't come to stay here, but we did come here to do what we what God planned for our life when we got here. Now that you're on this side of salvation, it's different when we was on the other side. When we was on the other side, the time that we used on the other side, we used it dearly for Rome. Come on now. Whatever, whatever the enemy wanted us to do, we did it wholeheartedly. Then with James. <laughs> Come on now. Now we on this side of salvation. We don't want to do nothing God said. Isn't that amazing? We did everything the enemy wanted us to do, but we don't want to do nothing that God said. What kind of mess is that? What kind of heaven we think we're going to? Come on now. Now the enemy got you laboring this side of salvation is being boring. 
bar none. Amen. We got one shot at eternal, one shot at eternal life. We don't get but one shot. Wow. This ain't like going to the carnival and you get three shots at the goal to win your teddy bear. We ain't winning no teddy bears here. Come on, somebody. You ain't getting no three shots at it either. You get one shot. So you got to make good the time that you had with that one shot to get eternal life. Amen. And guess what? The devil has made us stop focusing on that. We're focusing on everything except, good God Almighty, eternal life. Amen. We are not have it in our focus. Then guess what? It's appointed to a, to a, to a man once to die. But then you know on the flip side that you ought to be saying, but I am appointed eternal life. Come on now. So if you know that you are appointed eternal life, guess what? You got to put man's time down and pick up God's time. You got to start striving to make it in. Striving to make it in is, guess what? You got to push against anything that opposes you going forward. You got to push against every stumbling block to try to get in your way. You got to push against friends, families, co-workers, anybody that's trying to stop you from making it to God. Amen. Then he responded by saying, all and, and, and this ought to be all I was saying. All of my appointed time. You got an appointed time. All of my appointed time. I'm going to wait till my change come. You got to be changed. In the moment, in the twinkling of an eye, you got to be changed. If you, don't, if you don't change, guess what? You stay. Wow. But, but Job was convinced. He said, I know I'm going to die, but all of my appointed time, I got an appointed time to do what I'm going to do for God and keep going forward with God regardless of who don't want to go. His wife tried to get him to curse God. I got woman, you're a fool. You're a foolish woman. What am I going to get out of cursing God out? I already know I'm going to die. So why am I going to die being a fool? Come on now. Put your thinking cap on. God already know what's up in your membranes. God already know what's in your heart. He already know whether you truly want to serve him. Or you just playing games. Come on now. You, you, you fooled me and Jane. Shoot, we don't know much. But the last I read the book told me that God knows everything. Last I read the book, James said he's the all-knowing God. He omnipresent. He omnipotent. Come on, somebody. Amen. So he's everywhere at the same time. And he knows everything that goes on. He knows about what's happening now. He knows what's going to happen tomorrow. He knows when the end time going to come. 
and he knows what day he got appointed for you to die. So guess what? Time for us to get our house in order. Huh? Ain't that what Isaiah told Hezekiah? God said, to get your house in order because you surely is going to die. Come on now. But you know what the good thing about that was? This king had enough sense to turn around and fall on his knees and repent it to his heart. Lord, don't kill me right now. And God sent the prophet back to him. Said, go back. Tell the king I just added 15 years to his life. He had 15 years to make sure he got his house in order before God came to get it. Come on now. You got to make sure you got your house in order before God come back to get you. Amen. It ain't about how Jane feels about my house. It's about what God feels about my house. And you know what house that is? That house is you. Come on now. He ain't talking about your brick and your mortar. He ain't talking about your patio. He ain't talking about your swimming pool in the backyard. He ain't talking about your flowers that you got around your flower bed. He talking about that house is you. You got to get that house in order. Come on, somebody. Job said, I'm waiting on the day of resurrection. Well, I would change from mortal to immortality, from corruption to incorruption. Come on now. We got to be changed. If we got to be changed from mortal to immortality and from corruption uh, to incorruption, that means a great change has got to take place. It's got to take place now in order for it to take place then. You got to move toward that change now in order for God to complete it then. Wow. Y'all hear that one? You got to work toward that coming incorrupt now so when you get to the end, God will complete the process. Wow. So guess what? That means we got to show God something else. We got to show God that we're working toward getting to heaven. Amen. Go to Luke chapter 12. Luke 12. Starting at verse 16 down through 21. Over there. Start reading at the 15th verse. And he said unto them, Take heed, beware of covetousness, for a man's life consists not of things which. Wait a minute. He's telling you, Take heed, guard yourself, keep yourself free from all covetousness. Come on now. All your desire to get rich. <laughs> oh, if, 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 if you ain't a pro athlete, your chances of getting rich is very slim. 
Come on, somebody. Even if you're in the business, still your chance of getting rich is very slim. Come on now. Unless you go hook and crook. Huh? Now, you can hook and crook and you might make it. But what you going to benefit from it? Amen. So you got to guard your affections. Does that make sense? Because your life consists in not of the things you possess. Hmm. Your life don't consist of. Why did he say that? Because when you leave there, whatever you had, you got to leave it behind. You got to leave it for somebody else to enjoy. Come on now. And more than likely, <laughs> if they just like me and you, somebody leave us something behind to enjoy. Jane, we're going to do just that. We ain't going to no bank, putting nothing in no savings account. Because guess what? I didn't earn it. I didn't sweat for it. But I'm sure I'm going to spend it. And you too. <laughs> You're going to be just like Rosetta. You're going to go everywhere you thought you wanted to go. Huh? Can you imagine she had three vacations and then she had six then? You're going to do everything you thought you wanted to do. Am I right about it? Didn't cost you nothing. You just inherited. Wow. If that being the fact then, why don't we look at eternal life as an inheritance? Why don't we put the value of eternal life as we do on things? Huh? Jesus left you an inheritance of eternal life. But we don't put the emphasis on eternal life as we do things because guess what? We're still in our own time. Spiritual things ain't as important to us as material things. Why? Because you see them. You see the glitter of it. Huh? You put your hands on it. And that tells me one thing. We have a problem of walking by faith and not by sight. We still have a problem in that area. Amen. So, 16th verse says, He spake a parable unto them, saying, The ground of a certain rich man brought forth plentiful. And he thought within himself, saying, What shall I do? Because I have no room where to store my fruits. And he said, this will I do. I will pull down my barns, build greater, and there will be store all of my fruits and my goods. And I will say unto my soul, soul, thou hast much goods laid up for many years. Take thine ease, eat, drink, be merry. But God said unto him, Thy food, this night thy soul shall be required of thee. Then those, so it is that lay up treasure for yourself and not riches. 
Wow. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. There's a lot of rich folks that already reached that point and gone on. And they left without God. Come on, somebody. This man did not watch or he did not stay on God against all types of greed. Greed will get you messed up. The more you get, the more you want. And your life don't consist of or held together by what you own. But the Bible tells us that our life consists and is held together by Jesus Christ. Amen. So guess what? What you come to worship is what your God is. Amen. And over, you can almost typify over half the earth of the world, even more than half, got the God of money. Don't because they got money, James, I control everything. Folks that got money, they even feel that they can talk to you any kind of way. Come on, somebody, y'all. Huh? Folks that got too much money, they can look at you or look down on you because you don't have what they have. This man decided that he had so much produce. Guess what? Now look at this. He had so much produce, he never did say that he was going to give it out to anybody. He never did say he was going to give the poor any of it. He didn't already come to the, the realization that he had too much. But he never thought that he had to give anybody anything. Because greed had set in. Amen. He had outgrown all of his produces. His crops was growing at record-breaking number. His crops were his main concern to the point that the more he had, the more he wanted. Am I right about it? To some point, he got to talking to his soul. Huh? James, if you don't talk to your souls about the Lord, you don't waste a whole bunch of time. So, I have much goods, and my bonds have become too small. If he listened to his soul and let his soul spoke, his soul probably would say, well, you need to give some to the poor. You might need to share some with your neighbor. You already got more than enough. Come on, somebody. Somebody out there is hungry. Somebody out there needs feeding. There's some babies out there that's short on food. And you sitting here talking about that your barns have got so small to house all of your produce that you can tear them down and build you bigger barns. You're going to build you bigger barns, and then I'm going to sit down and take it easy, James. I'm going to sit down on the front porch and drink me sweet tea. Huh? And watch the world go by. 
Wow, that was your plan. Come on, somebody. Sometimes you got to realize if your plan is not what God's plan is, guess what? Your plans is going to crumble. One day your plans going to fall apart if they do not coincide with the plans of God. Then the Lord spoke. You fool. Huh? You foolish man. Do you not know your soul, your life is required of you today? Wow. How do you think that that man fared out when he get to the kingdom of God? He had much, but he gave none. He was greedy. Come on, somebody. And he regarded not God. Amen. Watch how you push God aside. Your life depends on it. Come on, somebody. And your inner man is talking to you? And your inner man, you telling your inner man, I got much goods laid up for a lifetime? See, he's looking for at the long haul. He's looking further down the road. God the only one looks down the road, y'all. He was looking further down the road. Thought that he had plenty of time to enjoy all that he had. To God said, you fool. Your life is required of you today. Huh? This night thy soul shall be required of thee. Wow. The messenger of God came and dropped that bomb on him. Huh? Do you think that he had time to change plans? No, ma'am. He didn't have time to change plans, James. He had lived too much and too long in his own time and regarded not the time of God. So you got to watch it. We're in a time now that you need to be regarding the times of God. Amen. Don't you be like these other nuts running around here talking about you waiting on things to get better. Bella ain't coming. Not here. Come on, somebody. That's why he told you to make sure that you put your treasure up in heaven. Huh? Where most and thief do not break in and steal. go to Romans chapter 13 then we'll get into God's time and make no mistake about it now uh, I ain't in heaven yet I like good things too Come on now. But I ain't going to let good things control me. Come on now. Amen. I, Jane, I like a little luxury in life too. 
but I can't let luxury be my primary source. My primary source has got to be God. Amen. When you look at world at, at, at the world now, uh, this lavish life that we live, look overseas at the way folks is living. Look in the Hades, the way folks is living. Come on, somebody. Look, look in Afghanistan. Them folks running for their life. Come on now. And we'd allow the enemy to send us a lazy spirit that we stop running after God. You and I better start running after God like never before because we don't know what's in store for America. We done already got a glimpse we start acting a fool over here. Didn't have to send nobody to kill us. We start killing each other. It is bad when you try to overrun the authority or run, overrun authority. You, 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 you go up to the Capitol and you crash the Capitol. You, come on now. Stuff that's unheard of. Unheard of things is happening in this time. Romans 13, verses 11, speaks of a time that we need to wake up. And, 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 and 11 verse says, and that knowing the time, that now it is high time to wake out of sleep, for now is our salvation nearer, wait a minute. God is saying, you're in a critical hour. You, if you got this slumber spirit, you need to, you need to uh, uh, get you a good old, one of them good old uh, stick pen and pop yourself in the behind. Come on, somebody. Because you ain't realize you're in a critical hour. And if that stick pin hurt, what you think is going to come down the pipe? Come on now. You're in a critical hour, and it is high time that you wake up out of your sleep. You need to shake yourself to a reality. Things ain't getting better. They got to progress toward the prophetic word of God. And the prophetic word of God, as you go through the scripture, the time gets worse and worse and worse until the church is taken up out of here. And then it gets super worse. Did y'all hear that one? This time that we're living in now, it might be bad and it's going to get worse. But when the church leave out of here, it's going to get super worse. Don't get left behind. Please, don't get left behind. Do you not know that there's folks over there that are scared already of being beheaded? Somebody laying your neck on the chopping block and chopping your head off? Yes, ma'am. 
time to play. But serve God while you can. Because there may come a time that you might have to go underground. Huh? There may come a time over here in America that you may have to give up your life for the faith. The apostles had to. Are we any different than them? Come on now. If your faith is so shaken now, guess what? It's going to be shaken in. You go heed to whatever they tell you to do. That's why this is a mark of the un upcoming antichrist. And when he get here, oh my God. He not just gonna be chaos in one place, he gonna bring chaos over the whole world. One world system that you're gonna have to go by. And we're moving toward that already. That's why time is not stopping people. It's progressively going. And guess what? As it progressively goes, it fulfills the word of God that we are still moving toward that one government system. So, so our salvation is nearer. Huh? Our time of departure is getting nearer. Did y'all hear that one? Our time for God to return is getting nearer. How much time do you think you got to waste? 12 verse says, The night is and the day is at hand. Let us therefore cast off the works of darkness and let us put on... Jane, we ain't got time. We ain't got time to waste. It's time to start stripping. You got to strip yourself of sin. You got to strip yourself of darkness. We ain't got no time to waste. Because guess what? When you get through stripping yourself, then you got to turn around and put on the arm of God. You got to put on the whole arm of God. So you got to strip and then get dressed. And you got to guess what? He said that the, the, it, it's, it's nearer than when we first believed. I mean, you ain't got no time to waste. Huh? You know how it is when you got to get dressed in a hurry. You got to run out the door with one blue sock and one green. Come on now. Run out the door and you got on black pants and you thought your shirt was black and you got on a blue shirt. Because <laughs> you was in a hurry, you didn't have time to look at me. You running out of time. That's why you got to get dressed up now. You got to put on the whole arm of God now that you may be able to stand against the wise of the devil. Come on now. Sometimes I don't believe that we think that the enemy is real. Sometimes I don't think that we believe that the enemy can filtrate your mind, filtrate your body. You better go back and read the scriptures. They have housed the many people. And guess what? They house people to make sure that they get you thrown off. 
Amen. Amen. So, let us walk honestly as in the day. Not in rowdiness, nor in drunkenness, nor in chambering, nor wantonness, nor in strife and envy. But put ye on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no, make no what? Make no provision for the flesh to fulfill the lust thereof. You better talk to yourself. Huh? It might look good, Ro, but I can't go back there. It might have taste good, Jane, but I can't go back there. Huh? The high was out of sight, but I can't go back there. Because I might not be able to come back out of it. Come on, somebody. Stop dibbling and dabbling. Because you might not be able to come out of it. I seen something. About a rat. Got his neck broke in a rat trap. Because he couldn't figure out why cheese was free. <laughs> he couldn't figure out why the cheese was free. And got his neck broke. Come on somebody. Better watch these traps that the devil be sitting there. He got a lot of free stuff out there. Huh? He got a lot of free stuff that he be setting folks up with just to break your neck. Amen. Bet that rat wish he hadn't left that cheese alone, Jane. Amen. So knowing the time and understanding the present time, it's getting late and the hour has come for the saints of God to get out of their slumber. Huh? Come to the reality of the time that we're living in. Oh, don't you not know, uh, folks are still blind to the time we're living in? Huh? They are still under this false pretense that it's going to get better after a while. I'm going to be the first to tell you it's a false pretense. Because God is in control of the time and he's The Spirit of God is moving on with or without us. He's going to bring things to pass and He's going to bring it to an end whether we be ready or not. Y'all do understand that, right? If you are still where you were when you first believed, you've been sleeping a long time. You ain't got no father in God than where you are when you first started out with him. You've been sleeping a long time. Come on now. You need to wake up. Because guess what? You're behind. You have wasted a lot of your valuable time because it's about accountability of the time God has afforded you. You and I got to give God an account of the time that he has given us. Not owe us, but giving us. We got this foolish idea instead of walking around thinking that God owe us something. God don't owe us nothing. Come on now. 
you got to wake up. Now the day is about to break. Huh? When the day is about to break, that means Jesus is about to come. Huh? He is the, he, he is the, he is the morning star. Day is about to break, and you still trying to sleep. Come on now. The church is about to get up out of here, and you still catnapping. Amen. Trying to get that last wink. Amen. I, I, I know the feeling because I was trying to get that last wink this morning. Huh? But guess what? At some point, you got to tell yourself, wake up. At some point, you got to tell yourself, I got to get busy.
into what somebody else is doing in life, not in the world. And we study all of oh, why I can't have. Why I can't live like they, or how come I can't have like they? Come on now. Amen. But guess what? Everybody got a thing. You don't know how much they hoop and poop to get where they are. folks in the street. How? Because I was out there in the street. I seen the big ballers, Jane, with, 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 with big roads in their front pocket. How? Because I was out there in the street. But guess what? A lot of the big rollers that was out there in the street now is gone. And how do you think they fared with God? Come on now. To the point now that you don't even hardly remember who they were. Because they soon forget you. Let me listen to what God has to say to the people of God. Them that want to be saved. 16th verse in Isaiah 1 says, Wash you. Make you clean. Put away the evil of your doings from before my eyes. Cease to do evil. From before God's eyes. Huh? All of the stuff that we do in the dark, in the corner, behind the door, God said, I see it. Put it away from my face. Did y'all hear that? Stop doing it in my eyes and think I don't know it. I know it. Cease to do evil because I know what you're doing. Truly repent. That's what he called it for. <coughs> Isaiah is calling for the nation of Israel to repent. Because guess what? If you 